Hello and welcome to the inaugural episode of the B-Team Podcast. I'm Erin. And I'm Kent. And today we're just going to be shooting the shit, talking about our healthy and unhealthy coping mechanisms uh, for this pandemic or with this pandemic. Yeah, you know, keeping it very light and breezy today. Uh uh Um, We thought you all could, you know, understand where we're coming from with this topic. So why not start off with it? Um, And I think we were both getting kind of sick of... um, seeing a lot of the woo-woo bullshit or woo-woo bullshit going on. It's like, oh, what are some of your healthy coping strategies? I like to take walks. <laughs> yeah, Aaron and I don't. Well, I actually do walk. I was going to start mm-hmm. the podcast off on a lie just now and be like, I don't walk. <laughs> I, I'm with you. I don't, I don't like to walk at all. I don't um, walk. Aaron does not walk. I, I walk don't. for the both of us, though. No. So wherever we go, I'm taking on double steps. Mm-hmm. I've been bedridden uh, yeah. voluntarily. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron's For 372 ne- days now. Yeah, Aaron's never with me when I walk, but um, Aaron sort of reminds me of that uh, poster where Jesus' footsteps are always next to you when you're walking in the sand. So <laughs> that's how I sort of feel. I walk for both of us, and Aaron's there with me. <laughs> I have actually... Maybe we can get like one of those, like, get me like a human-sized cat backpack where they have the window in the backpack, have and you- then I'll just be in there. Have you seen my upper body? Do you really think that that would work? It would be part of your workout regimen. That I don't have currently. So you're starting me out with lifting, like doing back presses with you. Oh my God. Okay. Well, I'm going to be buff by the time this summer. What kind of gay do you want to be? Do you want to be big buff otter? Like, what are you? Are you, are you an otter? No, I just say that I'm white now. (laughs) I do. Like, I, I don't fit into anything. I'm, I'm an aging twink. Mm Mm-hmm. Daddy vibes, you know, but like a lot of people think that I look too young to be a daddy still. So I mean, I'm just sort of in between. Too young to be a no. You look too young to be like a zaddy, maybe. I don't. I don't. I don't understand what the zaddy even is. Well, you would have thought that after a whole year of being locked in my bedroom, I would have researched what a zaddy is, so Mm -hmm. that way Mm -hmm. I could have at least been more prepared for this first podcast. Who am I? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I do Google that all the time, and (laughs) that's why we're doing this podcast because I get no answers from yeah from anything (laughs) online. Um, but yeah, no, I have spent a, a whole bunch of time, mm-hmm. as I've alluded to, in my bedroom this year, yeah. which is, I guess, nice. I don't know. It was. It started off nice. It was. Let's be fair. It was really nice. Well, Aaron and I are both introverts. So I think when this mm-hmm. first started, we kind of were like, oh, cool. Like, I loved it. Yeah. I, uh, well, Aaron, there you go. We loved it. We we, we have no shame. Mm-hmm. If we get canceled already for saying that we initially <laughs> liked the most horrific thing to ever happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we initially liked it. Initially. It nice. Like, I... When this all went down, I... My expectations were that I was going to spend the first three months incredibly depressed and not doing anything, and then I would just snap back to myself... And, oh, you know, so be very productive in things. And it turns out I didn't know who myself was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had a full identity yeah. crisis. I feel like you found yourself. So I, I absolutely have. Uh, like the first three months, I felt really good. Like I was recharging my little introvert batteries. My job was killing me. So it was just like a nice break before the runaway train just like exactly. went off the tracks. Like it was going to happen eventually. Yeah. But then COVID came, but yeah, first three months were great. And then eventually I just started to devolve into this, um, groundhog day 
kind of depression and just PTSD anxiety. I'm like, oh, this is awful. Yeah, yeah. This is every day is the same. Well, I mean, there's not much you can really do. Nothing. What can you, what, like, honestly, what can you do? And I'm, I'm not talking about this, like, baking bread shit that people are, you know, talking well, about. Well, like, you saw, I had a full meltdown. I had yeah. a full meltdown <laughs> over the bread. Well. That's when I knew. I'm like, I can't have any more white friends. Yeah, no, 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 this no, no. I, I have filled your quota mm-hmm. as far as white people You're friends. It. And I'm so white. So, I mean, it's like four You're whites it. in one. You're my only cis friend. Yeah. Well, and you're my only white friend. That's not true. Oh, that's like some. Oh, I that's was gonna say that's true. really. Oh, <laughs> I, not true. I have too many white friends, and I've been know. trying to like get rid of them. Like, you know, what movie was it? It wasn't Old Geller. I think it was Sounder, where they like throw the stones at the dog I've to get them to run away. Movie. It's called. But Sounder. it's like it's a trope in all those like a boy and his dog movies, or like a boy and his wolf, and then the wolf has to like go be wild or even Game of Thrones when Arya was throwing the stones oh, at the dire oh, now wolf. I get what you're saying yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah like yeah, I have yeah, to do that okay, with white okay. people okay oh, oh well <laughs> if I ever see you just throwing stones at your friends your, your, like ca- your Caucasian friends my white friends like go be white <laughs> oh and can I go say white that that is one of my favorite things. What? White. Oh, it's great. White. Mm. I, I love it. I think it's so great. I oh, love that, like, people... It. Oh, I know. <laughs> we really don't like it. Well, I, I get a kick out of it. Like, mm. if someone were to just come up to me and, like, just even, like, like a whisper right by me, like, the white. one, like, white. I would be like, oh, my God, you're the <laughs> like funniest person in the world. Thank you for doing that to me. Thank you for whiting on the me. Wind. Yeah. White. Thank you for whiting me. Like, <laughs> I... That makes me so freaking happy. Or even like, better than that, white woman. Oh, white woman. A white woman. Woman. And they hate it the most. Oh, God, they really can't stand it. I didn't realize until fairly recently, which is maybe like five years ago, that there are white people out there, and I hate saying like hashtag not all, but there are white people that do have a sense of humor about it. And those are usually my friends. Yeah. The self-hating whites. Oh, yeah. Totally, (laughs) yeah. My friends. But I thought that all white people had a sense of humor about it since they like I assumed because like they're the top of the social totem pole that they would just chuckle at you know us punching up oh yeah I never thought about it from time to time wait where were we now now I lost my train of thought we were actually supposed to talk about coping with this pandemic (laughs) what if this ends up being one of those um (laughs) this is gonna be on the patreon (laughs) where yeah that we have not set up yet. No. <laughs> so, all right. So getting back to like the pandemic, uh-huh, uh-huh. I have to admit, I did a percentage chart in my head. I went to an arts high school, much like Aaron. Mm-hmm. So my math skills are not. Exactly like Aaron. Yeah. Even. Well, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, exactly like Aaron. And um, my math skills might not be the best, but I calculated oh, roughly. Oh, math. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. I still don't know how to do the specific type of math I'm going to claim that I did the other day. But I, the other day, calculated that I spent probably about 85% of the last 365 days in my bedroom. <gasps> I think it's I think it's like 85%. How did I get to that? Mm-hmm. One, thinking. Mm-hmm. Two, Be careful. remembering. And three... <laughs> Not doing any math to get to that at all. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> so that's 
Aaron Math. <laughs> yeah. That is, I, I probably got it from you in all honesty. So. Because I used to stay on Facebook like 90% of this. 90? 90%, 90% of people. And nobody so questioned you know. me. No, at all. Nobody will when you have they a percentage. People thought I was so fucking smart. And like sometimes I would do like an 87%. I do it on my resumes too. Yep. They eat that shit up. Like Swallow. what if I told you that 87% of gay men in Philadelphia are bottoms? Oh, but that's like fact. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's totally. Fact now. Oh my god, it's, well it. now it's a fact. Yeah, definitely. I'm gonna tell people that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is gonna be on the internet. Oh yeah. Well. Like forever. Oh, I don't care. I would not even go as far as to say like 92 percent of gay men in Philadelphia are bottoms. I You're think You're the so. only top I know. Yeah, I think so. I think so, and it's great for me. I love being a top because of I it. bet because it's like pick of the fucking litter. There's a lot of top privilege. Oh my god, so much top privilege, and you don't even need to like be that hot. Like I get guys like. 20, 30 times out of my league. And it's because mm-hmm. they're just like, he's not a beast. He's got a nice <laughs> dick. He's a good top. He knows what he's doing. So are tops like, just like going around like different I'm, neighborhoods of the country, of the world, like the cock of the walk? I'm I a think top. so. Yeah, mm. I think so. I think tops, I think it's it's easier to be a top. Is there like a maiden call for tops? No, but I mean, for all you know, I'm like fucking somebody right now. Under- <laughs> like, I'm always having sex with somebody. Safely, uh, consensually, blah, blah, blah. Well, you never see the me. bottom until, like, they're ready to be seen. Well, much so like it, here right now. Well, much like in nature, they need to, you know, show their shiny pelts <laughs> before, you know. But instead, like, just show their butthole like a Yeah, cat. just show their, like, <laughs> what's that animal, like a baboon? Oh, my God. First of all, let me just say, I, I know, I respect, let me just say something. I We're respect bottoms so okay? much. Yeah. <laughs> I respect bottoms so much. I bottoms always go through a lot. They, just to have sex, even physically you have to and through. emotionally, metaphysically, yeah. spiritually. Oh, you're taking it even there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, shit, go for it. Mm-hmm. I am in awe of bottoms. Go bottoms. Bottoms are great. Tops have it so easy. I can literally leave the house and like put on some deodorant, wash my balls, and be like, I'm ready to have sex. Mm-hmm. That's done. You, you can swing, I mean? like swing your dick, like yeah. just in a circle. You're gonna hit like and several bottoms. Hit, oh, totally! My God, it's mm-hmm. like ping pong out there. Oh, no, it's not ping pong. That's it's like hungry sports. Hungry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we don't do sports. Not not good with sports. Drag Sorry. race. That's yeah. That's the sports. Yeah. But I know we were like kind of like thinking about talking about like goals and stuff that mm-hmm. we like set for ourselves, and I have to say, I am proud of myself because I knew I was going to be spending. 85 to 87% of my time in my bedroom. So I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to redecorate my bedroom. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I have to acknowledge that I was in a you very... You did a great job. Well, I was going to acknowledge that too, but thank you for cutting, no problem. cutting right to cute. it. Because that's the only thing we need to say. <laughs> it's so nice. Moving it's on. so no. good. Um, I do want to acknowledge though mm-hmm. that like, I was very lucky during this pandemic in the sense that like, I had a constant stream of income. Yeah. I didn't have to yeah. worry about like food, housing, Nothing. So, like, it's very easy for me to sit here and be like, mm, the pandemic really wasn't that tough on me. You want to know why? Because I redecorated my bedroom with thousands of dollars that I had laying around. But here's the thing. I actually uh, read an article. Is that a corny thing to say? Whatever. No, you read things. And, I do. And there are articles that you read. I be do. proud of that. I, I do book reading. Erin reads a lot, actually. I do. I read bitches and I read books. So oh! There you go. <laughs> Bars! Watch out. What is there? Can we drop these mics? No, they've been it's set up for expensive. too much. So never mind. <laughs> we paid way too much for this. Never mind. But I would be dropping these mics if I could after that. But I read an article... Um, 
saying that, yes, the pandemic has completely financially ruined people, mm. but it's also like emotionally ruining um, a lot of white collar workers who are re- working remotely. And I knew that was going to happen I'm totally for sure, because it's like you don't your work life balance is gone. Yeah. That, that aspect sucks. I will admit, mm-hmm. I, I hate that. I and hate... then you work more. You don't realize you're working more. Oh, I don't know if I've done that for okay. sure. Well, I, don't, I, I work more. Oh, okay. I was going to say, oh, no, no, I don't know about that. I will say I'm more paranoid working at home because, like, I'm always wanting to, like, please people. Mm-hmm. So in my head, I'm like, oh, I got to make sure I'm back, like, two minutes early from lunch so they know that yeah. I am here and ready to go. Like, I don't want anyone. How will they know? Well, you have to log in all the time. Like once you're like in, like in call centers of any kind, mm-hmm. you know, not wanting to give away my where all my millions come from um, to decorate my bedroom. Uh-huh, but uh-huh. Um, I work in a call center, and um, when you're logged in, literally they know where you are every second of every minute. You know what I mean? Like, they know that I, your computer's on. Well, yeah, but then like if I'm on, that means I'm able to accept calls. So if I'm not in front of it. And I, I miss a call. They know mm. right off the bat that, like, I'm not there. Or if someone emails me, someone instant messages me, someone, you know what I mean? So, yeah. like, I have to, once I'm logged in, but if I'm not logged in and they know that I'm on lunch, then it's, okay. yeah. Okay. See, okay. I've been working remotely on and off for, gosh, the better part of 11 or 12 years now. And it started <laughs> with the recession. I'm like, I need some income or something. So I started freelancing and doing all that. But then um, I started getting more just like steady work until I had like basically in everything but name, it was a full-time remote job for um, like a publishing company or something. And I was so overworked. I started subcontracting the workout. Oh shit. Sure did. Well, that's smart. Mm -hmm. I mean, I paid those people like, Honestly, I would just let people set their own rate and pick not the lowest, but somewhere near the lowest. This is I don't know if this is the most ethical thing. It's like maybe say, an unethical mm, remote yeah. life hack that I yeah. shouldn't be saying. Uh, I don't know. Um, if you're at home, but look into this. they would do all of my work or do like half of my work. Sometimes they would do most of it I didn't, if I didn't feel like doing shit all day. Shit. And then they would send the work back to me. I would do the corrections and then send it back in. And sometimes like when I had like an actual full-time job, I would still do that. Oh my God, that's amazing. Amazing, yeah, though. work hard. Not smart. See, th- well, that's or, no work smart. I was gonna say hard. you just yeah. You <laughs> that just was t- yeah. strong and wrong. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> work smart, not hard. But this is why, like, oh my god, Aaron, like you should just like at this point be like, what's Evil the genius. word? The, the the founder, the the president. I don't even know what it is because I'm so poor of like a Fortune 500 company. Because like I understand why I'm where I'm at in life. Because like I'm not. <laughs> I'm not even thinking about We're so similar, shit like that. Though. We are, but like I think that you have a little bit more um, drive to yes. like make things happen, and I'm just like, mm, or I don't think I don't it's know. so much uh, drive. It's that I plan a lot. Oh, well, that's planning's great, and then I plan, well, I plan for when things go wrong. Well, I plan for when things go wrong, but like I think you're just—I don't know—and I'm a smooth talker. You are smooth. Mm-hmm. I will say that. You are a smooth talker. Well, we're both good with people we when are. we get around them. But we don't is, like them. But we don't like them at all. Which is, fa- like, it's fascinating to me because every, like, customer service, ba- most of my jobs outside of, like, music and opera and stuff have been customer service. And I found that I was really good at it. And then I would notice other people who were amazing at it 
strongly dislike people. Yeah, that makes sense to me, though. How? It just... I don't know. I'm usually good at things that, like, I'm, I have no interest in or I don't mm. like even. Mm. Yeah. Like, everything that I'm good at has no purpose in the world. Like, I'm really great at watching TV. And I like remembering things. I'm really good at analyzing them. Mm-hmm. Same, you know? actually. Yeah. Same here. But, like, aside from doing, I was about to play us, doing, like, some lame podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> like... Aside from that, or or maybe somehow breaking in to be like a mm-hmm. TV critic, which oh, hello, yeah, I don't know. How did we get on this topic? We were talking about goals. Oh, okay, all right, yeah. And um, well, what was your goal for the pandemic? You had to had. I had the biggest goal of my life mm. in the beginning of 2020. Oh no! Because I briefly mentioned, or maybe I didn't mention, I've been like. Before the pandemic, I was celibate for 10 years. Mm-hmm. No, yes, 10 years. <laughs> like, I was coming upon my 10th uh, year anniversary of being celibate. Oh, yeah. And I decided, like, April or May of 2020, I'm ready to, like, finally get back out there. I'm comfortable with my body. I'm feeling pretty good. It turns out that was all bullshit. Um, <laughs> And then, or yeah, COVID just said no. That no. sucks. I'd be so pissed. You're officially an incel. I'm making you an yeah. an, an, an incel, <laughs> involuntarily, involuntarily, involuntary celibacy. Well, I mean, yo, I've I been can't imagine climbing the goddamn walls. I believe it. I it's believe like it. actually not fair. I thought it was, I, I laughed out loud oh. <laughs> when I found out that this was going to go on for like, or when I realized that this was going to happen for like. The rest of 2020. Yeah. I said, oh, I'm not, I'm not getting laid. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, listen. There's cooties out there. <laughs> yeah. I, lie to yourself. That's what I would do. Ooh. I'm very good at like creating a reality when I can't have something. Mm-hmm. I'm just being like, well, well, that's because it's illegal. And it's like, no, can anyone can eat apples? Like, just because you don't have an apple right now doesn't mean that it's illegal. But, like, I just I just lie to myself. It's not it's Like, not carbs the are illegal. Yeah. I cannot. Carbs are illegal. Oh, you didn't hear that, like, bread causes cancer? Like, probably, all breads. It probably does. It probably does. does. All the the, shit that the they, bread that they sell to us. Totally. 1, it definitely, it probably has arsenic and all that bullshit yeah, in the, it. They, like, ain't, they ain't putting good stuff in no. In poor people food. No, not so at all. So Wonder Bread, Wonder that Bread can't starts be that going good. bad as soon as you leave. Yeah. Oh, totally. One thousand percent. Totally. It's Come awful. out with like a loaf of bread, and all it is is like an empty bag of crumbs. Uh-huh. Like, just like, yeah. No. I got a. Bo- I'm still he- very heated about this. We'll be- get back to goals in a second. Whatever. Very heated, and I want Acme to know Acme and West Philly, and they know who the fuck they are. <laughs> I got a box of club crackers. <laughs> Because I wanted two nine crackers. Oh. Every single cracker in that bitch was broken. Oh, really? That's not cool. I would have taken that. That I would have taken Every back. Every single I one. I would have taken that back. Was the box dented? No. Was it... Um, it was not tampered with in any way. Okay. Did it look like it might have been dented? And then you see those creases in the cardboard where somebody unbent it? I'll show you that motherfucker it? right now. Okay, that's fine. No. Like, I believe you. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It was perfectly fine. Because I don't like dented things. Like, I just don't like the idea of having my food possibly be tampered. Nobody does. Like, come on. Unless there's drugs in it, then party. Oh, totally, yeah. Yeah. I almost cried. (laughs) Well, that can be upsetting. Because every day has just been awful. And 
all I wanted was these club crackers. Well, everything's a little heightened during the pandemic, so I'm going to say you can cry over um, chipped crackers. What what are they, broken? They're just they all broken. They were just... They're just all broken. Every sleeve, right down the middle, just... It looked like they were, like, karate chopped in Yeah, that, I was just about to say, that sounds like some hand of God, literal karate chop. Like, did you piss the universe off recently? Like, Which, going back to our previous conversation, which is why I want to speak to that bitch when I get up there. Yeah, yeah, you're going to need to talk to God. Question number one, where the fuck have you been? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've been For breaking up your crackers, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you, didn't re- you didn't see me? I've been in cahoots yeah. with the devil just for you, bitch. <laughs> like, just to break your crackers. You're going to be like, oh, what's that... Um, from Game of Thrones, that woman that was like, it was telling it was me or whatever. <laughs> oh, That's going to be God yeah. in heaven when he, when he sees you or when they see you. Just going to be like, who's me, bitch? Tell Aaron it was me. <laughs> I'm like, no! Before they send me down to that like one circle of hell where a little Nas X is going to be. <laughs> oh my God, getting fucked by Satan still. Anyway, we're back off track. Um, uh, no, we're... Goals. Yes. Oh, I've yeah. been single and Wait, sexless. So... Oh yeah, so you're, okay. And it started out very voluntarily yeah. because, again, I kept getting into these bad relationships or situationships because I was used to abusive relationships. Mm, and yeah. also, I didn't know I was gay back then, so and I always felt like a victim every time I had sex with a man. I'm like, oh, I need to really think about this. It was supposed yeah. to be a one-year-off thing, and one year just turned into two, turned into ten. I do that all the time with stuff, so mm-hmm. I understand. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do, like, wash my sheets. I'm saying it. You know what I mean? Like, I... Some people tell me they wash their sheets every seven to ten days. Yeah, I do. I... No, not me. Probably, like, once a month, to be Are honest. you a hot sleeper, though? Um, no, but I could be sometimes. I'm sure I'm real okay. sexy at night. Like, <laughs> like sweaty. No, Please. I know. I was just... Uh, <laughs> no, I was making silly. a bad joke. Um, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, sometimes... Not not really. Not really. I sweat every night. Oh, okay. You need to wash so your sheets. So I need to wash my sheets. Yeah, your sheets. Okay, never And my mind. roommate, God bless, she likes to keep the heat up at like 74 at That's night. That's too hot. That's too hot. I need like... I like to sleep in a crypt. Oh my god! Also, uh, I need it to be cold. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm used to. I'm like, wait. That means you're warm blooded if you like the temperature around you to be. I guess I must be warm blooded then. So warm blooded if or you like it, it cold. Yes. Doesn't that make sense? Yes. Is that right though? Yes. Are we sure? No. Okay. So because yes. I don't think we're right. Um, eighty-two percent of people in America are warm blooded. Oh wait, I actually have. Oh, my phone says 83. That's interesting. Okay, okay. Why don't we do, like, um, 82.7%? Because that's even more truthy. I like that. That sounds better. All right. Cool. Very good. Cool. But I've been doing something new since my roommate. I'm trying to compromise. I read that, like, sleep socks will make your feet warm, but they'll make the rest of your body temperature go down. Really? And I I bought a pair of cashmere sleep socks. Not only do they keep my feet nice and smooth and moisturized, but I didn't sweat as much. What? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Didn't right. even open the window or I'm anything. I'm about to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay, It's sure. really uncomfortable the first time you do it. Yeah. Because you're just not used to I hate wearing socks in bed. That's stupid. I don't like that. But the cashmere socks, they just, they're really comfortable. Cashmere is amazing. Mm-hmm. I say this as if I like have a lot of cashmere. I don't I do own any. They're my cashmere. only cashmere. Yeah. Yeah, and they cost like fifteen bucks. Oh shit! All right, I'm gonna look into that. Yeah, cashmere is cheap now. Down. Remember when that shit used to cost like five hundred dollars? Oh my god! For a fucking scarf. Seriously. Well, that's why in my head I'm like cashmere. <gasps> I know. Wow. 
what? I can't afford that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I can, can apparently. Oh my God. You life can. is life post this pandemic is like coming up. Everything's coming up. Kent. <laughs> There's cashmere socks for fifteen dollars. Apparently, yes. like life is turning around again it's slowly but surely. People just need to I'm open sure their eyes. There is a toddler somewhere working on those socks, <laughs> which is why they are fifteen dollars. Oh, you see, once again, I'm going to get canceled all the time. It's gonna be like, oh, well, he doesn't even know where those socks are coming from. <laughs> Typical white fucking. Bastard. I'm like somebody every that's time truth, I order on Amazon because that's where I get everything, and every time I do a task that is made more convenient because of technology or something in the back of my head. I'm always like, somebody just got lashed for that. Yeah, somebody exactly. Getting, getting uh-huh. lashing. I think about that. I do. Somebody is getting drawn and quartered. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> just got put into a dark room for the next yeah. 24 hours because they wanted to start a union. You're exactly right. Like this is a Bong Joon-ho movie yeah. Going on yeah. in America right yeah. now. <laughs> And I am, like, implicit in it. That's the thing that sucks. Same. It's like, you can't escape that sort of shit, though. Like, everything. Like, I can guarantee you right now in this room, like, I'm, I, yes, I'm probably wearing something that I don't even know that was made in, like, a sweatshop or, mm-hmm. or something. Or, you know, I'm eating food that was, like, processed somewhere. It's like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So it's either, like, I, I don't know what the answer is. It's like, try your best to not be a tool. Like, there are certain corporations and stuff I just will not support. Same. Like, I can't, I don't get mad at people for, especially gay people, for um, getting food at Chick-fil-A. Yeah. But I, I personally will never. I, I was just going to say, I will not do Chick-fil-A. It's just one of those personal things. Yeah. Although, oh, I just lied. I did Chick-fil-A recently. <laughs> I did. Oh, my God. I can't believe... I can't believe I admitted that. Oh, I did. You I did it. fucking hypocrite. I did. Yeah. Well, you know what? It was the first time in like a decade. And I have mm-hmm. to say, as someone who's never, because it's been so long since I've had it last, I didn't really even remember it. So mm-hmm. like when everyone is always talking about like, oh, Chick-fil-A is so good. It's so good. And that sandwich, isn't that the place that came out with the sandwich like a year ago that everybody that wanted? Oh, that was Popeye's. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, obviously you can tell I don't eat a lot of like chicken sandwiches, but I have to say it was, but you know what else it was, was good? so good. You know what else is good, Kent? What? The Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Oh. You need to put those fried foods down and pick up a Bible. Do you understand? Yo, I, first of all, fuck that noise. I mean, that's <laughs> no, going to get me what canceled. I wanted to say. Heroin is also bad, and I know that it's delicious, but I refuse to try it even once because I'll keep going back. And the same is with Chick Fil A. I've heard way too many good things about Chick Fil A. Yep, no, and their and waffle you're right. fries. You're right. I won't even touch their Arnold Palmer. <laughs> I love an Arnold Palmer. I can't do it. You're the oldest person in the world right now. I love an Arnold Palmer. <laughs> I love, and you know, one of his like. Fucking black nannies probably made it and oh, he stole the idea. From yeah, exactly. Her. Let's no be real. white person ever did that. No, like let's be white truthful. people are really good at baked goods. Are we? Oh yeah, really? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. That's so baked interesting to thing. me. I never thought about. Mm-hmm. Is that like a real like that's a stereotype? That is a noted. No, I... that's a fact. That's an Aaron fact. Oh, okay. <laughs> Eighty-two percent of white people 80. can bake their motherfucking. You know what? Off. You're right. I have heard that now. Eighty-two percent. You're absolutely right. Never that was mind. in the Atlantic, actually. Ta-Nehisi Coates did a whole essay about it. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> okay. It was beautiful. Okay. It came out two years before you, a case for reparations. Can you quote this? Okay. I um. I can pee on myself. <laughs> 
I just you've blown my mind a little bit though in this podcast. <laughs> oh my goodness. Whew. You definitely taught me something new. I didn't know that. Yeah, 82%. I really didn't. Yeah. Well, I did you see any did you see any black people posting ciabatta roll pictures like homemade what is it called? It's not even so it's sourdough. Oh, do we like sourdough? Y'all were making it <laughs> all from March 16th, 2020 until August. No, because you know, I, I'm going to disagree Until I put you. my goddamn foot down on Facebook. <laughs> you know what I think? Mm-hmm. I think white people bread, bread is banana bread. That's what we make, isn't it? I think most of the bread. Any bread with All yeast bread in is it. Us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is so great. I love when I hear like 100%. new stereotypes. Uh-huh. Like, like. Oh wait, I said 100%. That's not true. 82%. 82%. Stick with the facts. Yeah. We are a factually like, based show. Go to show. Reading Terminal Market and you see like the Amish people, they stick their fucking foot in it every single time. They are so good. That's true. At I the guess. baked goods. Yeah. That's true. They do make a good baked good. But now I feel like I'm having racist thoughts because all I'm thinking about now in my head is like, have I ever gotten good baked goods from black people? I know. It's a given that... <laughs> We're just good at and it. And I feel like, yes, I was going to say, I'm like, no, I've yeah. definitely. But here's the, we perfect it. We either originate it or we perfect it. But white people, I will say, like, savory foods, it's not really your milieu, if that's the correct Oh, no, because we only term. like salt. And then maybe a little bit of pepper. Did you say that y'all like salt? Oh, I love salt. I'm so white, and I'm like, I love salt. Salt and mayo, Yes. Yes, God. Then you're part of the 1% that only likes salt. And what the white 1% of white people. Really? Like salt. That's a thing too. Yeah. But um what are some of your I think like one of your healthy coping mechanisms you said it was just like redoing your bedroom. Any other healthy coping mechanisms before we get into the fun stuff? Um no, because I you know, I have to be honest, like as an introvert this year, like mm-hmm. the pandemic sucked on a global yeah. level, mm-hmm. but I can think of like four years in my personal life that personally were worse than Same, 2020 actually. for me. So I, I know I'm saying this from like a place of privilege, but like, I didn't really, I think experience the depths mm-hmm. of like stuff that you went through. Yeah. You know, this was sort of like a cakewalk for me a little bit. Yeah. At, at most I was bored. And when I would get bored, I would just, I don't know, watch porn or something. So, which I only do now on my phone. And it's so watch- weird to me. I only watch porn on my phone. Yeah, I never got you people, and I, start, <laughs> I, I didn't understand. I was like, I was like, oh my god, are you serious? Like, you watch porn on your phone? It's ever since twenty twenty on a, on a computer screen or a television screen. You don't have voices in the back of your head saying shame. <laughs> no, no. Your phone is for the shameful things. No. Well, now I'm on my phone all the time. Now I do. You can watch porn whenever you want. It's crazy. Yeah, so that's a coping mechanism. <laughs> I am, I you know, I'm I'm like internally seventy four. Like you know this. So like it's, but it's kind of crazy to me because I'm like, you can just literally watch porn any time of the day. Like that's I true. never did this before twenty twenty. Okay. Do you want to get? Do you want to hear something that might make you jealous? Kind of jealous. Um, if it's about porn, yeah. I don't need porn. Oh, you use your imagination? Yeah. I can do my imagination. I've never been able to do that before this year. <gasps> Wait, now that's crazy to me. Yeah. Me not using my phone for porn all these years, your brain is like the f- equivalent to the phone. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So wait a minute, you just always needed like... I always needed porn <gasps> or like memories. Shocking. But then like the longer I became celibate, the more distant those memories became. And I wasn't <laughs> so was really like... watching porn. I wasn't like masturbating or anything like that. But like now, I think because I've recharged my batteries and I've rested a lot and I've had a lot of therapy, like I can kind of get rid of the intrusive thoughts. Mm-hmm. And like my vivid imagination has come back like really strong that's so So that's a good thing definitely that happens like i have energy to like read i have energy Mm -hmm. to write and i have energy to like think of very quality porn in my head it's pretty great no that sounds great are you Mm -hmm. kidding me like i have to reference like old hookups and stuff that's what i do that gets me off but But, like you have like a is that a spank bank? Is that what it's called? In my head, you mean? Like yeah. a mental spank bank? Um, I have, like, guys that, like, um, I hook up with regularly that, like, I find so hot that I'm not done with them, even in my imagination yet. <laughs> I'm like, oh, the like, things I've done to you. Oh, we can't boy. do that? <laughs> um, no, but, yeah, so, like, um, going back to, like, good coping mechanism, I guess, like, yeah, I guess masturbation. I never put that together before. Porn is, it, masturbation's, like, a way for me to cope. It releases, what, endorphins? No. It releases something when you masturbate. Erin and I are not um, doctors in any way, shape, or form. Um, So please fact check everything that you hear (laughs) um, multiple times. Um, I lost my train. That's okay. No, 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 no. No, no, We were talking about like it releases endorphins. Oh, it releases endorphins. And I think in women, in women, it releases that um, hormone. Cert. No. Oxytocin? Um, oxytocin. Sure. No, that sounds... I'm not being sarcastic. That really sounds real. And, like, I've heard that before on a yeah. medical drama series. So I like, think Like, it releases real. that baby-having um, hormone. I even... I don't need to think about these things, so yeah. I don't... Yeah, I, I was going to say babies. Know. I don't know. I have no idea I about don't any of know. that. I don't know. Well, it's fine, though. We know that shit gets released, and what we're basically yeah. trying and to it, say it, is... And it, like, feel-good yeah. chemicals and hormones and things... Um, I think it's time to take a break because uh, I was going to say we have bills to pay, but we don't have any sponsors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, actually, that's funny. Just leave that in. Yeah, we're going to take a break. All right. And we are back. Yes. Oh, Such a goodness. long, restful break we had. It was a had. lovely break. I feel great. For them, it will have been momentarily. Yeah. Well, yes, but you have a glow about you now. I do. It's sweat. Anyway, coping strategies. Well, yeah, I think we said all our good ones. We said all the good good ones, which was all of two. Yeah, I think it was maybe even just one. Sex and porn. No, we talked about you redoing your bedroom. Oh, okay, yeah, I redid a bedroom. So art, Mm -hmm. design, projects, things of that nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for all this talk of, like, good things, we have to talk about the bad as well. We have to talk about the bad. Do you want to go first? Um... Honestly, I think the only thing that I probably have done this last year mm-hmm. is, first of all, I'm I'm too old to drink like I used to. Like, I can't. Mm-hmm. I, there's My body just won't physically allow it to even happen. Now, so. I know we used to, like, party pretty hard <laughs> and drink pretty mm-hmm. hard. What, like, how many, or what is your cutoff at this point? Out for a night? Yeah. Like, you, you mean how many drinks in a night? Mm-hmm. Oh, there is no cutoff for that. Once once the doors have been opened, once the beast has sprung, <laughs> you just you just wait for him to corner you in a little bit of the playground and you know you're gonna get got at See, some for point. For me, it's like when I'm ready to fight. Then it's time. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. When I'm either ready to hug everybody 
or fight everybody. It's yeah. time for me to stop drinking and possibly go home. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I cry too, if you ever get me to cry, then then it's like if I'm just talking about something, I'm like, uh-huh. I used to love Allie McFeel so much. I've like, never then, seen that yeah. side of you. Oh yeah, it doesn't come out very often, but yeah, if I'm crying, I would have you know, laughed, and then you'd have been so mad at me. It's so pathetic. It's so funny. Yeah, no, you should have laughed in this scenario where it happens. <laughs> like seriously, shit, I probably would have cried. I'm pretty sure I got really drunk one night. And I started explaining that movie, The American Tale, to somebody. The animated yes. movie? Because they'd never seen it. Okay. Because they were like 23. Oh, that's weird. Okay, never mind. Okay. And then I got to the part where <laughs> <laughs> the song, the Somewhere Out There song. Oh, okay. And yeah. I started crying. You cry. <laughs> The second time that's happened to me, explaining the plot of that movie to a 22-year-old or 21-year-old. That song makes me cry. Oh, my God. That's so weird. (laughs) Haven't seen it since the 90s. That's so weird. Yeah. But it really touched you, apparently. Because Fievel was so cute. Yeah. And I don't like seeing cute things in danger. That's true. This is true. And also, like, families getting separated, and it was like a whole immigrant story. Border issue things. It's crazy. It's not. And so, little empathetic, however the fuck old we were when it came out, little me, I was just like, oh. Oh, oh, the face Aaron just made is so ridiculous. Oh and like, yeah, this oh. poor little mouse yeah. <laughs> with his adorable little Kangle hat. <laughs> he really was on point with that hat. It was great. It was I loved Fievel. I watched the West one too. Fievel goes West, right? Yeah, it wasn't good. Anyway. Oh yeah, but wait, circling back around. Oh, healthy couple. Unhealthy couple. Unhealthy. Yeah, we're back, folks. Um, we took a little detour. We're we hope you enjoyed the scenery. And we're back. <laughs> Yeah, so, but the only time that I found myself drinking was sort of when you and I started hanging out Mm -hmm. and, like, not really hanging out for the first time, but, you know, hanging out again since everything changed in, like, mid to end of August. And then once I realized that I could, oh, drinking cures boredom. So that's why we were going out, like, which is crazy to me, by the way. I know. No, once every, like, 10 to 14 days. So... There was a time where that's what I mean. Like it was too much Mm -hmm. for my body. It's still recovering and like not healthy to be drinking because you're bored. Dumb. Read a book, fool. Book it. Remember book it. Isn't going to make you high. And yes, I do remember book it. I loved book it. All right. Well, I'm just saying book it was great. Book it was great, but a book is not going to take me where weed and booze are going to take me. Yeah, but like, well, that's true. Well, I'm going to get behind you with weed. I don't think alcohol. Weed in a book. Yeah, yes. weed in a book. Praise. Yes. Get down on your 100%. knees and thank the heavens Just that we have both. Weed makes yeah. everything better. But like, I don't think alcohol. I'm, I'm not I'm not on the team of like, I don't think alcohol's great. And this is coming Agreed. from someone who loves well, we're it's Philadelphians. It's, we're all alcoholics. Yeah, we are, definitely. But, like, I don't think that for the most part that alcohol is good for you. Absolutely. It's poison. Yeah. I mean, it's not like... And it's not going to be one of those things that swings around like weed has. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. now weed's great and, like, oh, it's wonderful for everything, which it is. Alcohol's worse than weed. And it's, it's been legal That's what everywhere. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, alcohol is not going to, like, all of a sudden in 50 years be like, you know what? We were wrong. And you, we actually have IVs of this stuff now. And you can just sit down, like, come into this bar, get hooked up. Like, no, that's not going to happen. 
I mean, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's our next venture. I just did that, the fucking Brittany Broski uh, kombucha meme. <laughs> do you remember? Do you, are you an internet person? I'm not. I only like, know wait, her. Let me think about this IV for a second. You might be onto something. Well, I mean, you know, I'm sure maybe somebody will do that at some point in time. Who knows? I, I'm sure I they've already done it. RIP to them. Yeah, that's, they're dead. I remember when this could have very easily been like bullshit that the media made up and like one person did it and like died. Um, when they um, ingest alcohol through their butts. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing? That's a thing. Yeah, I've seen that on intervention. Yeah. That's my expertise, by the way, um, individuals that are listening right now. Um, I watch intervention, so I think that I'm uh, certified, clarified, and rarefied in the Lord. When this, as soon as we press stop, record... I'm watching intervention. <laughs> oh, intervention. I love it. And I'm going to smoke a big fat <laughs> yeah, and bowl. I'll, I'll stay actually when and we're done drink recording. drink myself into oblivion. Yeah, we can. I'm, I'm officially staying once we're yes. done and we'll watch an episode. Intervention was my fucking shit. I love intervention. And not they because. Made me feel so good about myself. You see, I like it because I genuinely relate to those people. Yeah. Uh, not that I have like an addiction in any way, shape, or form. I I'm mean, just obviously like. Obviously, we do. Well, yeah. I'm Well, okay. But, like, not to the point where, like, I'm, like... It's not ruining your life. Yeah. Functioning addicts, just like the rest of Philadelphia. (laughs) Okay, and I'm talking about weed, not alcohol. I am fully... I I think I might be addicted to weed. I'm addicted to how... I think I'm addicted to weed. I'm addicted to how weed stops the fucking anxiety voices in my head. Yeah, Like, the PTSD voices. They're always there. And as soon, like... I started smoking weed regularly on my 16th birthday. My 30-something birthday, it was 2016. I don't remember. And I never went back. I became I a full-on pothead I can't in you. my 30s. Yeah. Like, the voices just stopped. Mm-hmm. And I was able to sleep. Um, it helped with my ADD. It helped me to just chill the fuck out and not be angry all the time. <sighs> Towards where? And I know you're only one person. Mm-hmm. But, like, alcohol's never done that for you? No. You know what I mean? I feel like that's most people. Alcohol has almost gotten me arrested a few yeah, times. Yeah, same here. It's gotten me banned from bars in my 20s. Same here. It's, you know... Like, let's let's keep going. Let's checkmate, because I feel like we're on the same page here, sadly. It's put me in a lot of sexually questionable same situations. Same here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I will say this, though, uh-huh. about alcohol, and I will stand by this until the end of time. Alcohol is more... Fun. Yes. Weed, I think, for me at least, and I think a lot of people are Mm -hmm. like this, like it's fun to get high together, Mm -hmm. but weed is like a solitary thing, I think, for a lot of people. Like you're alone most of the time when you do it. Towards where like most people I think don't want to drink alone. Do you know what I mean? Exact opposite. Oh, really? I'm the exact opposite. That's why, like, um, when I heard, like, somebody told me that they don't smoke or they don't drink alone because that means they're an alcoholic. Oh, that I don't believe. Which is bullshit now. But, like, when you're in your early 20s, you think it's the truth. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, But I enjoy smoking alone or drinking alone because it's, like, sometimes it's a part of my creative process and other times it's just I don't want to be messy in front of people well yeah because you have that voice in yeah, your head exactly where it's like i'm gonna be a complete fucking fool tonight everyone's gonna talk yeah. about me and never like me again and that's that was always one of my big social anxiety things yeah. so by drinking alone i actually taught myself to have moderation in public but there's something very attractive to me about somebody that can hold their alcohol 
like, oh, you have a healthy amount of control. Like, not too much. Oh, I get what you mean. Yeah, because I... No, I can get, I can still get really drunk. So I don't have a limit on once mm-hmm. the night begins. But I don't but really you drink often. you know how often. to handle, you've gotten really good at handling yourself. Well, yeah, I mean, you Sorry, have to. I, I just mean, got like so distracted. Yeah. <laughs> but you've gotten really good. And I think I did too. I'm just like, even yeah, if we I do mean, go out and just like drink a ton. We're still We're okay. not going to be like Adina and Patsy no. falling out of a oh, fucking no, 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 no. Those days are over. Those days are long gone. And I don't even like to, and you're the same way, because I think the only time that you probably go out drinking is when I, like, haul your butt mm-hmm. out, and I'm like, you have or to Or, like, I'm always me. magically in the mood when you're, when you yeah. happen to be in the mood I'm like, to go out. out. Oh, yeah. I happen to be in the mood, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, we don't even go out like that. Like, yeah. I mean, if we were doing this, and we were even a decade ago, like, 27, we would probably be doing this, like, going out, like, twice a week, I would probably get you to go out. And now it's like, yeah. okay, I haven't seen you in like 10 to 14 days. I'm mildly wanting to maybe let off some steam. That's yes. what I call it. I realize the older I get, I'm letting off, let off steam. Some steam. And I know it's so, <sighs> apparently it's very irresponsible. Oh, it's not good. <laughs> to go out. To, and drink to get drunk? Uh, yeah. And then like, it's well, not. no, I mean, just like during the, uh, during COVID, like, I know there are people out there who just, like, have not left their house. I know. I have, I have close friends. And stuff. Yeah. And I've left the house besides, like, with the exception of going to the supermarket, like, just leaving the house to go do something fun maybe five or six times in a year. Oh, yeah. Uh, but the couple times that I would go out and I would get really drunk and my inhibitions would come down and I would start hugging people. And then oh, the next yeah. day, I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. I made out with somebody, so yeah. Yeah, we're all fuck-ups. Yeah. In fact, we're, you know, we're not going to do this anymore. Let's just pack up the podcast because we shouldn't <laughs> be telling a anyone. <laughs> example. But it was, I kind of gave myself some grace or just a lot of patience with that because it was, I was going through my own mental shit and I was furloughed. I didn't have shit to do. And I have told you before, boredom for me is like water for a gremlin. Mm. I will do awful things when I'm bored, usually to myself. But I told my roommate, I was like, there was one point I just wanted to start a fight. I like really considered it just like push you over and see what would happen because I was so bored. See, that's how you see you, you like have prison. Just, yeah. I was going to say like, this is, this is some Lord of the flies. Like put me in jail or something. But no, I mean, like, you just blow off steam in a different way. I mean, it's, I'm not saying it's a, like you were saying, like, we know it's not good ways that either one of us do, but yeah. like, you know, yeah, I, that's why I don't like, even this fall that just passed that we were talking about mm-hmm. when we were going out like that, I was like, oh, I can't, I don't want to do that anymore. Like, I was like, that was too much. I think one in one month we went out three times and I was like three times yeah. in one month. I wouldn't even do that pre-pandemic. Yeah. Like, that, it's too much. It's too much. I think we were just excited because... <laughs> We met like a new friend and stuff, and it, it was, was just a magical like, time. Fun stuff to do. Well, you know what? It kind of reminded me of. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminded me of being like younger for like those two months. Like I felt yeah, like we yeah, weren't like nice. 22, 23 getting sloshed and being messy, but we mm-hmm. were like twenty nine and like you know going out yes. and like you know still getting messy and having fun and being young enough to get away with mm-hmm. it type of thing. But then I sort but of not woke being up. embarrassing. Yes, exactly. That's just my biggest thing. I don't want to embarrass myself. I don't either. I hate it. I think one of the reasons I spent so much time out of the neighborhood is because I felt like I was I just embarrassed myself so much. I'm like <laughs> these people won't see me for like five 
five years. That is so funny. <laughs> By the way, for anyone listening out there that might not be from Philly, um, we call our um, gay bar area in the downtown area mm-hmm. the gayborhood, which I'm sure you all put that together. But I yeah. didn't realize that people outside of Philadelphia don't have a gayborhood. They always like look taken aback. When you say gayborhood, when you say gayborhood, it's it, it's the I name. I mean, you. what is what's other famous? There's yeah, well, let these straights know. Yeah, you're not allowed here. Yeah, like seriously, even though that that town, that town, is, that area is it's nothing like but straight people now. It's nothing but do you? But do it's you remember? Straight people. Like 15 years ago, straight people. I think oh, yeah. they were afraid to go down there, and I remember being very mean to straight people as soon as they crossed 12th Street. <laughs> Like, bitch, you see the rainbow, you're a tourist. Yeah. <laughs> I see you. I see you straight like sis ass. They would just, like, walk through and look at everybody like yeah. like they were on safari or something. Yeah. I'm like, we will shank you. Yeah. Now it's, like... Very dangerous here. <laughs> there's something in the... There's... That's what it is. There's a coffee shop now, like, there that, like, just sells a specific type of... Specific type of bean. I think. And it looks very like posh and frou-frou. And I was like, oh man, I miss the neighborhood mm. where at night there mm. were just sex workers yes. all around and, you yes. know, creepy straight men slowly cruising in their cars mm-hmm. and drugs a fight everywhere. fight in the alley. Drugs everywhere. Everywhere. Drugs oh my everywhere. God. People fucking in the bathrooms. Fucking in alleys. Fucking in the alleys. alleys. Now you can't fuck in any of those alleys. There are straight yeah. people there. They planted flowers. There are straight people I know. You know what? I hate to say this because, like, some of my closest friends, and I love you straight friends, but Uh, are straight people. But, like, you know, sometimes I do just get annoyed with straight people. They're very annoying. It is. It's And you know what? I feel like I'm allowed to talk about this because I've spent my whole life with them. Well, I'm done. They suck. (laughs) Sorry. No, No, I'm kidding. I'm just tired of when they come into the neighborhood and they don't Mm -hmm. act like the tourists that they are. Especially, like, let's keep this cute. The straight girls that come into the gay bars and the gay clubs and they flirt with the lesbians. And then at the end of the night, they're like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not gay. No, oh, oh, that and sucks. Then I, I didn't even know that was a thing. That, that happens to me all the time. Oh, that sucks. And just so everyone knows, while we were going out a little bit, like it was always outside. It was yeah. always, you know, spaced apart and stuff, like genuinely. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we weren't. Oh, you dead. actually brought me back to my point. So oh, yeah, you. go. Um, and then I lost it. I'm sorry. I have, my ADHD has gotten so bad. No, 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 no. But, um, we were talking about poor coping strategies and then you just said something and then I just said, wow, thank you for getting me back to my point. Yeah. Okay. So what was that? That's where we are. (laughs) Cause I don't, now you totally, you totally took me in a circle just there and like I lost everything. I think I wanted to say, um, Oh, yeah. I just I don't feel bad anymore about going out because like if I just stayed in my house or in my apartment with no job, I would have done awful things to myself. Exactly. So it's just, you know. And like I said, we weren't. Listen, if I would have. I'm not explaining shit to you people. I, you know what? <laughs> Fuck you. I'm never mind. I'm with Aaron. I stand united. I'm not explaining. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Yeah. Bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> We did it, and it was great. <laughs> okay, so I so said drugs. That's our 
unhealthy coping strategy. Yeah, I, think I guess we can consider over masturbating or having too I was much say, sex to be a negative coping. Yeah, strategy. so I don't think that there's been any positives that we've mentioned. To be honest, I mean, I decorated my room. Made a couple. Mm-hmm. But that's I've been about writing. It. You've been writing. There you go. I've been writing. We did this. We did. What are we talking this. about? We decided to officially do this. This is the most productive thing I've done in years. See. This is awesome. This is this nuts. Is, just us talking is the positive. Mm-hmm. Here, right now, together. Oh my god, this is beautiful. This is this full is circle. This is great. And I just want to thank the two people who are listening to this. Yeah, maybe three. I don't. <laughs> don't. <laughs> I'm so trying to think. I had like a whole uh, list, like a mental list of, of positive all things. All the negative things I was doing, which is why I needed to go back to... Oh, therapy! That's a positive. I totally forgot about that. Oh, there you go. I've been in therapy for like, since last summer. Oh, that's amazing. That's a huge thing. Yeah, that's an amazing thing. It's great. I'm... Yeah. I mean, you're cracking up about it, but like, I'm, I'm only laughing about it because like, it's very hard to find a quality therapist oh, God. in general. Yeah. It's very, very hard apparently to find a qualified therapist who um, specializes in PTSD and then to find a therapist who is a person of color, um, gay, or on, like, in the community. Like these are a lot of no. qualifiers that just are hard for me to find a therapist that kind of represents me. So my therapist is a cishet white man. (laughs) (laughs) And the first, I remember the first thing I said to him was, um, this isn't going to last. Yeah. (laughs) Enjoy this. Enjoy our time. (laughs) He was just so nice. Uh, Like in the very, like the very first, the first few minutes of our session. So is there anything that you want to bring up? Anything that you want to ask me? And I said, you know, I just want to bring up the elephant in the room because you're clearly not going to. I am fully aware that you're a white man um, and you look straight. So, Oh, gosh. Uh, and I am the complete opposite of all of that. No. So it's going to take me a while to feel comfortable with you. Hmm. Fast forward to um, a week later and we were great. <laughs> Getting on like a house. I was gonna say peas and carrots over there. Peas and carrots. Is very paternal and I find it very endearing. And it's new. I'm not used to well yeah, I'm not really I'm not used to that. That I'm sorry, I think that's so great. It's so hard to find a a good therapist, psychologist, Mm -hmm. anybody. You know what I mean? So I understand. It's a struggle. Oh, and it was um your recommendation, remember? You helped me out. To find that oh yeah, I did. Look at me. Look oh, at so you. that's what I did. I Save assisted a friend who was in need, in and I need. yeah. Oh, I forgot about that little tidbit. Well, that's sweet. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I guess we could take a little break. Let's right. do that. All right, guys. I don't know what I'm gonna we, say. Oh. Uh, we are gonna. <laughs> All right, sorry. All right, we're gonna take another quick little break and come back for the final segment. <laughs> 
were back. We had a whole conversation and we were not recording. Yeah, like literally a whole conversation, guys. So we, you missed out on probably so the funny. best 20 minutes that yeah. I've heard in a while come out of me and Aaron. But it and wouldn't have even mattered anyway. We were talking about Drag Race and you are behind. Yeah, so really that was the universe sort of saying this information that's being um, it doesn't need put to be out, out right? there. Yeah, it doesn't even need to no. reach any ears accidentally no. even. Because like, what's the point if you... If you don't cringe along with me to Utica's cringiness. Exactly. So, you know. See, back on the same she's page. A very, she's a strong queen. Whatever. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Just, her weird and my weird do not mesh, and that's fine. <laughs> she's yeah, like I mean, uh, Christian weird. Uh, yeah, she's definitely... Well, do, isn't her town like 86 people? Not that serious? I'm saying... Yeah, like Utica is like only like 200 some people or something. I'm pretty sure if you look it up. Everybody we, probably knows everybody. But apparently it's 60,000 people. Which is, I guess, That's fine. Not a lot. You could live, but think about it. Like, 60... there's like two million people in Philly, yeah. and we still run into the same motherfuckers when we leave the house. Yeah, but you know what? How often? Oh, that's true. That does happen all the yeah. time. Never mind. Like, you're not around all the time when I do this. Like, when I do my that's so Raven. Like, when I freeze and I'm like, I'm gonna see this person. Happens every time. Oh my god. Uh, case in point, and then we'll get back to the actual point of the show. When I will not name her name, but the person I used to be friends with back in like 2015, and it ended very oh okay explosively. I got you. so after it ended, um, I took my nephew to the Formation World Tour. Just a little flex. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, everyone, hear that? Does Aaron need to say? Took my other? nephew to go see Beyonce, you know, <laughs> and I stopped and I was like, I'm going to see her here. I'm going to see her, and my nephew said there are. How many thousands of people in the stadium? You're not going to see her. And I said, yes, the fuck I am. (laughs) And then five minutes later, I saw some um, folks from our high school. I saw bleep and boop. And I'm just censoring myself. Okay, I was like, (laughs) what? (laughs) And then he grabbed my hand and he's like, oh, come see everybody. And I stopped and I was like, it's it's boop there. We'll, we'll cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah. When I tell you, I, like, slipped my hand out of his hand, grabbed my nephew, and just disappeared oh into a crowd. Oh, my God. You're people so ridiculous. have yet to see him in person again. Well, <laughs> I haven't seen any of these people in that's person good. again. Why would I do that to myself? Don't I'm not going to ruin my Beyonce say. experience. Yeah, don't. Over some lovely, um, well-adjusted young woman. <laughs> You are so funny. <laughs> that was lovely. That was lovely. Thank you. All right. So we're officially, officially back. No, you we're can't back. do that. No, okay. All right. <laughs> no, all of that's going in. All of it. Where is... Okay, so where are we now? All right. So fun stuff that happened during the week. Maybe something... For me, fun could be, you know, something that made you feel good and one of the things that makes me feel good is laughing at other people. So that oh, okay. it could be that. And one of the things I saw was earlier today, actually, on Twitter, that Prince William was named the sexiest bald man in the world. That's so hot. That is so hot. I am literally so wet right now. First of all. <laughs> I am. I'm wet by that statement. First of all. 
he looks like Wallace and or Gromit. <laughs> I really... don't know which is which. Yeah. Oh, no. he's a dog too. Okay. He's, yeah, it's not really that far off. And there's a difference between balding and bald. Homeboy is balding. He is not ready to part. I just wish he would His hair it. is like... When a dandelion turns into those wispy johns, like oh, the wispy yeah. white thing, and you just blow on his <laughs> head, and all that shit is going away. Oh, don't be, but don't give a bad name to dandelions. That's oh, don't like. <laughs> oh, that's so rude. It's a trash weed. It's that's much better because the top of his head. He, I'm saying dandelions are a trash weed. Oh, oh, I thought so you were like, calling. I'm him beefing a trash with weed. dandelions, and I'm beefing oh, with Prince William. That's fine. I'm down. <laughs> Blake Shelton is sexier than Prince William. Oh, I don't know. Prince William just has the accent. I'm but even, even his accent sounds that. like he's chewing marbles. Like, oh, but ew, but ew, ew, Blake, ew, on top of me, on top of you, ew, Blake Shelton on top of you. I'm ew, just saying, like, that? theoretically, it would never. Oh, I see. I right, right away in my head, dicks are going into other people's hair. <laughs> and I'm trying to imagine which one I could, and I think I would have to go with the prince. Okay, here's the thing. I I just like Blake Shelton so much that I don't even bother with Gwen Stefani anymore. Oh, I know. I I can't blame you. Don't bother. She has terrible taste in men. Gavin Rossdale was super gorgeous, but clearly a dickhead. um, Oh, totally, totally. Anyway, back to Prince William's ugly ass. I mean, I think the magazine or whatever you read is wrong. <laughs> Let's put that out there. Let's whatever the publication is, how about you put them on blast? Let's because... take a look. It, well, it doesn't... Here's the thing about the internet. It doesn't even matter what the publication is, because once it's on Twitter and enough people talk about it, then it's a fact. Oh, yeah, that's true. So now it's true. Now it's a fact. Um, I've never... Okay. Prince William named as, quote, world's sexiest bald man End quote. According to a new Google study, Google is racist. Then, racist, racist, is stupid, stupid. And why? Uh, why not deaf from and the earth? Dumb? Yeah, like a fucking idiot. Jesus Christ! Get Google your life. is literally Helen Keller. Blind, yeah. deaf, dumb, and racist. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like checking all the boxes Bitch. today. Google. Get it together. <laughs> Oh my God. He has been called sexy a whopping 17.6 million times. That's it though? Do you know how many sexy bald black men there are? Yeah. And do you know how many people not 17 million is? That's it? 17 million people decided this, basically. Fuck that. Fuck this. America's like 333 million people or something. Which gagged me when I heard about that. I yeah. don't know why I thought there were less people. Well, in whatever. There should be, probably, but like, no. So, like, so, so fuck these 17 million people. And they're all from um, um, uh, bloggers and stuff. So basically, it's like people in their basement. No offense to people in their basement that are bloggers. It's me, basically, like right now. But like, no, that's, this is bullshit. Fuck these people. I'm not, I'm not getting involved. Do you get this. hard looking at this picture? No, but if you're putting him up against Blake Shelton, yes. Yes, then this makes me hard. If oh. I have to fuck Blake Shelton as let's, opposed to... Okay, let's leave Blake... Let's delete Blake no, Shelton. No, I will not have sex with that then. No, I will <laughs> okay, not. Okay, what I'm, about between him and Pitbull? <laughs> oh, I would... Pitbull so is better. <laughs> Pitbull would... I, I would let Pitbull... If Pitbull were to come in right now, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm pretty chill. I'd be like, sure. I'm like, yeah, there's an empty bedroom. It's not that big. <laughs> um, Prince William to me... Okay, this is a really shitty thing to admit, but one of my favorite things that I used to like to do was to pinpoint the exact 
if not month, the year that a famous actor or just a public, a male public figure started to look bad. <laughs> oh, that's good though. Like Johnny Depp was the first time I did it and I was, that was a good one. And I'm pretty sure trend. it was 2015. Yeah, no, that's about I right. Remember. No, you're right. Yeah, like when time. the gold teeth started to happen. Yep. But with Prince William, as soon as that motherfucker turned 21, his ancestors just said, no, no, no. you're going to look like your father. Yeah. You're going to look like your father. Yeah. He looks like if I was a dominatrix, like he would be my number one client. Oh, he would love He you. looks like a cuck. Yeah, he's a big old cuck. Like, Are you kidding me? Come on. Yeah. And no. I don't... <sighs> Horse polo, there's nothing sexy about horse polo. And I hate that royals like to play that game. It's just like, it feels very, it feels uh, pre-colonial a oh, little bit. Well, yeah. It's giving me, like, they're chasing slaves, yeah. but the slaves are just not there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so they had to chase a ball instead. Yeah. No, I, That's what it feels like. It's, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I don't think that the two um, uh, social activities of those people were very far off. No, you know what I mean? So, I don't think so either. There's yeah. just something. It's just like it's not racist, but it feels racist. No, I get it. Like yeah. one of those things, like yeah. uh, sourdough bread. Anyway, next. <laughs> next topic. Oh shit! I can't breathe. All right. <laughs> Now, I know you're not an internet person, but was there anything over the past... That happened on the interwebs that caught yeah, my like eye? Yeah, like a week or the last month, political events. Political any events gay shit. that happened in America this year. I don't think there's besides, anything. Besides, you know, I don't, besides I don't a little party yeah, that they had at the Capitol. Interesting. Mm. They were like straight up had a fucking rave in that bitch. <laughs> like Jesus. It was just so. You know how white that situation was. Very. Well, here's how white it was for someone who's very, very white. Mm -hmm. It was so white to me that like I, in all my whiteness, didn't even start paying attention to it really until like four hours into it, like five hours in. When I was just like, oh, they're just in the capital. I'm like, it's a bunch of white people being corny and stupid. I don't have time for this whiteness. While like, they were was, inside the capital. Yeah, like I wasn't. I still wasn't really paying attention to it. I was like watching something, and I would get these alerts, and I'd be like, oh, what is there? Like twenty people trying to like bang down a window or well, something. Well, actually, initially I thought so too. I thought it was just like a small group of, you know, crackers cracking. Yeah, no, that's but, what I really thought. And I was just like, I'm not even, I'm not watching this white stupid shit. It'd be like me at this age now turning on the actual show 30 something from back in the day and like watching it. Like I'm not, I've never seen it. Oh, never mind. That's an old person reference because I'm like 78, <laughs> but like, it's just, it's so, I don't know. I wouldn't turn it on. Like, I was just like, I'm not watching this because I thought it was small. And then I was like, oh shit, they are having a party. Wiling the fuck Like, out. they are wiling. And nothing's been the same. No, at all. Like, obviously there's two Americas. But oh. I was like, oh, now everybody. <laughs> now everybody sees. Knows. Yeah. And there's still, like, even as recently as, and we were, we were supposed to be talking about feel-good things, but whatever. Seeing, um... Certain types of white people going to prison makes me feel makes good. me feel so good. Oh, totally, it really does. Oh, oh, thank God, because I forgot what I was going to say. Oh well, I remember something that made me feel good from the internet. Oh, okay. So I don't know if you've seen this clip, but I think it's pretty big because I only 
by the time it gets to me, that uh-huh. means it's happened already. Yes. Like, so, but this yeah. definitely was big this week. I saw it all over Twitter. The puppy dog video of the puppy dog playing with the butterfly. I didn't see that. Oh my god, it's the sweetest. Most everyone was just like, how like this could end. What part of Twitter home. is this? I don't know. It's a I know video. It's not black on, Twitter. I, I don't know. It's it's literally a puppy dog playing with a butterfly and like it's so natural like someone's just filming from their door and like the puppy's on the cement and like a butterfly just literally comes along and like then they're batting with each other and it lands it's that just the so sweetest wholesome yeah it was the most lovely thing i've seen in okay years. putting me on a puppy twitter i might need to get on that <laughs> puppy twitter's where it's at puppy twitter sounds very sweet and puppy actually i don't know cute. if we we might want to specify because i i know for a fact that there are like puppies now in the gay community and i'm sure that no, there's a not. puppy twitter yes you know about pups and stuff you've seen this come on with the, the, the masks and like the collars with the chain and like you know you're i didn't know that's what they were called yeah they're pups and stuff they're oh pups. okay yeah I didn't know so that. i'm sure though i just puppy... knew of like leather daddy but... oh yeah but i'm sure there's a puppy twitter oh like we'll somehow be. get like we'll... i'll join that too oh I'm no okay. i'm t- well i don't want to be a puppy i'm sorry i'm not going no offense i think it's great that you all have found that like, that's wonderful i would just would like to observe yeah it's not for me i've i've dated got little talk to guys that are like into that and like i've tried to like play that oh yeah you're no i'm gonna walk you now uh-huh. like i can't i can't like i, See, can't I love do that it. shit oh i can't I love being dominant it feels like work well i like being dominant but mm-hmm. not like but I need to get paid for it. I don't yeah. need a relationship like that. Because what it really is, is that, like, in situations like that, the submissive is, like, just as much in control because, like, they're telling mm-hmm. the dom beforehand, do this here, do that there. Well, do this it depends because, like, that's a brat. Yeah. That I've, feels like work. I've encountered a lot. No. Oh, it's a lot. And I'm like, I, no, we're not going to turn the corner at a 90 degree angle with this leash. I'm going to just yank them back real quick and leave the house. <laughs> like, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm totally, that was a joke. But like, you see what I mean? Like, even in my yes. fantasy, I can't get into that. And I, I have such a short attention span for shit like that. I don't want to be a part of it. I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, did we talk about Lil Nas X? Like, on the record? Oh, I don't think it got on the record when we were we talking did. about that. But yeah, so just to give you an idea where we are. So yeah, Lil Nas... X just dropped the video for um, Montero Montero parentheses, parentheses call me call by me your name, name and parentheses yeah and um, the video I think is brilliant so I'm so good. happy that it's so good. the little children have their like sort of gay anthem I feel like every generation of gays has sort of like a gay anthem that somehow comes out like they can just see this and see hopefully see themselves and then like they might get a kick out of seeing all the religious people freak the fuck out Oh, because oh, it's going to be on for a while. It's a mess, and I'm having a blast. Yeah, like, first of all, as far as anybody getting on this boy about this video, there's nothing in that video that, like, I'm even remotely concerned about. Well, that's because we're... Well, um, not only, but if if someone's going to go out and, like, be like, oh, but my children, why are, why do you kids have access to that? Oh, because yeah. they have phones. Okay, how old are they? Oh, they're nine and they have a phone. Maybe you might want to consider them not having a phone all the time unless they're that? out of the house. Get them a cute little razor flip phone. Yeah, you can still get old phones. And call it a day. Get yeah. them Get them a dumb phone. Yeah, get them a dumb phone. And you need to maybe ask yourself why you are trying to um, convert your gay children into being straight by, like, depriving them of their own representation. We're on the beta test version of humanity. It's very clear now. Yeah. 
where why does it bother you so much seeing a gay kid or a non-binary kid or a trans kid celebrate their themness? Why does that bother you so much? Because you're boring and you don't have an identity? I just can't even get it anymore. Like, I, I just don't even get it. Like, it's not that. You are so even. high. I know. <laughs> I just, but I I'm don't. getting there. Yeah, I, <laughs> he's going places, this kid. This kid is going kid. places. He's not going anywhere. He is not a one hit wonder. Oh, well, now, especially, I mean, like, even if, like, the sort of mainstream straight community culture, whatever, abandons him, doesn't we're still going to make sure. It does, he is fine. fine. We really appreciate. When an artist comes, like a recording artist who is gay, and they would make an, a mark on like the Billboard 100 or something, even if they were like the, in the 70th position or bubbling under the Hot 100, yeah. it's like the the people in the community would play it at the clubs, and you know we would download, we would support, and I never forget those artists. I remember all of them, yeah. and I can't really say the same for the artists who didn't really represent me. That was very eloquent. Oh, that was good. But, you actually pulled that together. Yeah, because I... <laughs> I know. I'm getting a little high. Oh, my goodness. I know. Same here. Whew. So it makes me really happy knowing that there's going to be these little kids who will always remember Lil Nas X. Yeah. Like, they're like my kids. I feel very, like, maternal and paternal over over the youngins. No, it's lovely. Because, like you mm-hmm. said, you just... And I'll kill somebody over a young gay kid. I don't even give a fuck. Oh, I'm... <laughs> like, I will go to prison. <laughs> no, I totally... <laughs> I get that. Um, damn, I lost it. I That's know. okay. That's fine. We're good. We're actually... We've done pretty good. And what if we say, like, we didn't want to end... <laughs> this is why people just end their podcast. I like, know, right? All right, we're done. Bye. <laughs> I think we did pretty good for our first... For our first sit-down, our first episode. Yeah, I think it was really lovely, like, sitting here and chatting with one mm-hmm. another. Yeah. And we did exactly what we said we were not going to do, which was get high. <laughs> which was get high, yeah. Like... <laughs> Um, just (laughs) (laughs) oh goodness thank you so much for listening Uh, we will be back in two weeks yep good night no there is no time there's no night there's no day yeah it could be good day we are in the upside down so we'll see you next time in the upside down good night (laughs) good night good day (laughs) good night good night